I received a really fun question the other day from Sarah, who has mentioned that she does not have all the money to make all the changes and definitely has to make changes in increments. So if she only had $100 to spend in her living room, what should she spend it on? What a great question, because I know that a lot of us don't just have readily available cash on hand. We don't. But if we know which teeny tiny changes can be made in order to make big impact, hey, we can make change over time when maybe we have $100 here or we have $100 there or sometimes we have $200. I know change can be made and that's what we're talking about today. And I think too, I might run on Sarah's idea next week to talk about what changes you could make if you had $200 to spend or maybe $300 to spend. So you want to stick around for the next couple weeks because we are going to talk about incrementally increasing that budget just a teeny tiny bit to make big impact changes. Enjoy today's show. It's Quick Tip Tuesday. You have questions, I have answers, and I am so glad to be answering them for you today. If you have a question that you want answered on the show, pop into my DMs on Instagram at Fig and Farm. Send me an email at figandfarmathome at gmail.com or join the Facebook group and ask there. bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. Let's hop to it. Let's answer your question. And if you find value in this, I'm sure someone else will too. So make sure you share with a friend. Sarah reached out recently and she was pretty cute because she said, Danny, let's play a game. If I only had $100 to spend in order to update my living room, what would you suggest I spend my money on? And so, you know what, Sarah, I love myself a good game. So I am going to play with you and then I'm going to up the ante quite literally and next week come back with what I would do with $200 and the week after what I would do with $300. So are you ready? Okay, Sarah, here's the thing. I don't know what your living room looks like. And so it's hard for me to speak specifically to you and your specific situation because I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what our starting point is. But I would imagine that for many of us, if we started with this one thing, we could add so much depth and texture and nuance to our design that it's going to make a difference. So what would I do with $100? I would get rid of any of the pillows that came with a couch and replace them with pillows that were a little bit more specific to your style, a little bit more specific to the color story and the color palette that you've created for your home, and that might have just a little bit more personality. So I want you to think about this, Sarah. A lot of times when you go to a furniture store and you purchase a couch, the couch comes with pillows. And if we really think about the pillows that come on those couches, they are really generic. They might have a pattern on them and they might have a slight range of colors, but they're pretty muted and the pattern is pretty benign. And I'm saying that because if you think about the flip side, not the consumer's point of view, but the manufacturer's point of view, they are trying to appeal to the masses. They don't know, and honestly, I don't think they care who their buyer is. I don't think they care that you, Sarah, might love the color pink and love to go bicycling on the weekend and love to play with your kids, Play-Doh all day. They, They don't care about that. I think what they care about is that they're providing a need, and that need is a couch. 
you might need a couch in order to sit on in order to host your family evenings and your movie nights and all of that. I don't think they necessarily care about the personality behind the consumer who is in need of the couch. And if that is the approach that they're setting before all of their consumers, of course they're going to appeal to the masses. Of course they're going to try to make it so that Sarah, who might really like pink, but she really likes that gray base couch, is kind of on the same plane and the same buying field as Roberto, who really likes gray and doesn't really care because he's colorblind anyway. Do you see what I'm getting at here? It's super benign and it's super nonspecific and it appeals to more people. So let's ditch those guys. Let's ditch them because they are not at all telling your story. They are not infusing your love of pink or your kiddo's love of texture. They're not they're not appealing to that. So ditch those and we're going to start from scratch. So if I only had $100, I would ditch those pillows and I would add new ones. Now, some of you might be thinking, uh, you can only buy two pillows for a hundred bucks. Okay, sure. Yes, absolutely. But I know if my starting point is $100, I'm not going to be buying the $79 pillow. (laughs) That is not a good use of my money. I'm going to be purchasing ones that are a little bit more economical. And you can do this. It is easy to do if you know where to look. But before I give you pointers of where you can source pillows that are a little bit more economical, I want to talk about how to make sure you're getting the right pillow. The right pillow that will fit well and add the right amount of personality to your space. So how do we determine that? What I want you to think about is what your overall home's color formula is, your color palette. And if you've done that work, you know that the foundational color is the color that's on your walls. And I want you to keep that in mind because you're going to make sure that that color is represented somewhere within the pillows that you're bringing in. And then I want you to think, do you know your accent color? Do you know your secondary accent color? How many accent colors do you have? Be really mindful of this. And if you're not sure what your color formula is, maybe go back and figure that out. Go back and re-listen to the episode that talks about creating a cohesive color palette, you'll find it in there. And if you are part of my Facebook community this month, we are talking all about how to create a cohesive home. And this is being discussed in depth within that community. So just pop out over there. You can find it at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. But Cliff Notes version, here we go. Whatever the foundation color is in your home, whatever is happening on the walls, you want that represented within your pillows. And then do you have a color that just appears over and over and over again? That's your primary accent color. Do you have a secondary color that appears over and over again, but maybe not as much as the first color? So those are the, th- the colors that you want to focus on when you're, when you're bringing in pillows to go on your couch. But you want to take into consideration what's happening on your couch. If you have a really dark colored couch and a really dark colored rug, you might want to think about remediating that by having all light colored pillows. Or maybe you want to be really playful. And if you want to be really playful, keep those colors in mind of what is happening in your home story and find pillows with those patterns in it. Now here's a quick formula for you to think about. If you have a about an 85 inch plus sofa, having five pillows is kind of standard. You could have two on one side, three on another. An easy way to think about what to arrange together is to do it just symmetrically. Maybe you have two that I call anchor pillows. They're the ones that kind of tie 
the sofa with the rest of the room. Maybe they are a solid color. Maybe they're velvet. You do want to bring in texture into this anchor pillow. And then you have another set. Another set and having them being symmetrical is an easy way to start introducing pattern into your room, into your home. And that pattern might be different than what you see on the, on the walls in terms of your art or might be different than what you see on the rug. And that's okay. Pattern play is okay. But you don't want to go super crazy if you haven't done too much work with pattern mixing. Okay, so these pattern ones, they will probably be, the easiest combo would be to have them be symmetrical, so they're the same, and you have one anchor pillow on one side, one pattern pillow on one side, and then you have maybe one that's just really very textural. Maybe it has some um, cable knit, maybe it's faux fur, maybe it's the kind of the, what I kind of think of as boho with pom-poms on it. Those are the things that you might want to add as the third pillow that just adds a really heavy dose of texture. Or this would be the fun time where you can add something that has a graphic on it or maybe a saying. So keeping those to a minimum makes really a lot of sense when you have that be your third pillow. So it looks like this. You've got your couch, you've got your two anchor pillows on either side. Those anchor pillows are generally a solid color and they are textural. Maybe they are knit, maybe they are velvet, maybe they are faux fur. And then you have two pattern pillows or not necessarily pattern but maybe they're just a different texture and they're in the same color story and then you have a third one that is contrasting from all of them and it sticks out just a little bit more so you can think about that formula now how many pillows is that that's five pillows right and you're saying danny that you can afford five pillows for a hundred dollars yes absolutely with money to spend (laughs) with money to spend, which is what we're going to do. So here, Sarah, is where I would source my pillows if you really truly are on the $100 budget. So generally speaking, you can get packets of two. And this is perfect if you're going for that symmetrical look on your couch. And if you're doing that, then buy them in pairs because a lot of times you can get two for about 25 bucks. The places I love to go look for this are at Home Goods. If you have a Home Goods or a Marshalls, TJ Maxx, those are all the same company you can get them there. Some of the places online, Amazon, Wayfair. By the way, we need to do a whole lesson on Wayfair, Overstock, all that because there are some tricks, girls, you need to know. But you can get combos of two in there. And then the other thing is, now hear me out before you turn me off when I say look on Facebook Marketplace. Now listen. (laughs) This is my favorite place lately because I have found a local stager who purchases pillows to use in one-time stages, and then she resells them on Facebook Marketplace. I don't know where you're located, and I don't know if that's something that you might have available, but it's worth a look. Now, would I go and buy pillows from Facebook Marketplace if I didn't know the person? Probably not. If I knew the person, sure, yeah, I would probably do that, but This one is great because she is buying them brand new. They're in empty stages and she's just wanting to get to recoup the money that she invested in them in the first place. So take a peek at that. But then that third pillow, the one that is kind of the outlier, the one that is a little bit more dramatic all by its own self. If it's not a package of two, where can you get it at a discount? Of course, try your favorite retailer. But one of the places online I like to try to look for is Society6. They have some really fun prints. A lot of them are are made by um, independent 
small artists who are just getting started. And that can be a really fun way to add a little bit of whimsy, a little bit of story to your home, to your home's design. The other option, and maybe this is available to you, maybe it's not, but if it is, what about buying pillow forms and then creating your own pillows? This is an excellent option if you are a seamstress or if you have a sewing machine and you want to start learning, because if you can sew a straight line, you can sew a pillow. Now, be careful of where you buy your pillow forms because those can add up and they can be just as expensive as buying a $20 pillow. Don't do that. The best place I found the most economical with the biggest pillow and the most full pillow is Ikea. $7 pillow form and you are set. A 20 by 20 size and that's perfect generally for for a couch. And while you're there, take a peek. Maybe they have the pillow cover that is perfect for the color story that you have going on within your home. Take a peek there. Okay, so let's do some math here. If we go with the we're going to Home Goods and we buy two sets of pillows and then a Society 6 pillow. If I have 25 for a set, 25 for a set, and a $20 Society 6 pillow, that's $70, $70, Sarah. So I have $30 left over minus tax in order to spend on something else. Let's go the other route. If I do pillow forms and buy my own pillows, pillow covers, or make my own pillow covers, I'm going to be spending $7 on a pillow and then maybe about $7-ish for a cover or the fabric to make a pillow. So that's $14 a pillow times five, that's $70. Either way, I am having about $30 left over. So what will I do with $30? I'm gonna buy myself some plants and I wanna make sure that these plants are living. I don't wanna spend any time on faux plants and I don't want fresh flowers. I want the real deal fresh plants. So while I'm at Ikea getting my pillow forms or the pillow covers, I'm going to snag some of their plants. $4, $5, $10, maybe even 15 at the most, and you can get a really big one for 15 I'm going to get one of those. And chances are I probably have a pot I can transplant it in home, at home, or a basket I can put the potted plant in when I get home, I probably have something I can use as a vessel to hide the container. A lot of times I leave the container as is, that plastic part it comes in so that it can drain. I can just pull that out and it can drain. I bet you have something. And if not, a quick stop at the thrift store and you probably have an idea for a pot that you can use. So there you have it, Sarah. Challenge accepted. What I would do if I only had $100 for my living room. And pop back next Tuesday because you're going to want to know what I would do if I had 200 and then 300 All right, girls. And if you have a question that you want featured on the show, just like Sarah did, pop into my DMs on Instagram, join the Facebook community, or send me an email. And by the way, if you want to see a real life example of what I would do with $500 in a design project, you might want to pop into my Instagram stories because I am sharing a new project that I just couldn't say no to. And you're going to want to hear why. All right. Until next time, I hope you're well.